Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profits. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? My guest today is Carl Leerberger. Carl Leerberger is an environmental activist, renewable energy entrepreneur, researcher, and author. He recently published Secrets of Ancient America, in 1992, he co-founded Pure Vision Technologies along with his brother Ed Leerberger, developing and licensing technology packages to industries manufacturing bio-based products. Pure Vision Technologies' sister company, Pure Hemp Technology, has exclusive global biorefining technology and marketing rights to produce hemp-based raw materials and products. Pure Hemp biorefineries will promote sustainable agriculture and new opportunities for farmers. So, Carl, welcome to the iHemp Revolution. Good morning, Coach, and greetings to the iHemp Revolution radio listeners. Carl, can you give us a little bit more background on yourself? Well, I'm a renewable energy entrepreneur and spent a good part of the 1970s uh, involved in the solar energy industry. In the 80s, I gravitated toward recycling, resource recovery, and waste reduction, where I worked both in industry as well as did uh, studies on behalf of the private sector. And beginning in the 90s, uh, I've been working in the uh, biomass area of uh, taking waste products and converting them into valuable materials that can be used to, in a host of uh, consumer products. In addition to being a, a green entrepreneur, I have a, a background in uh, history, and I'm, I'm an amateur archaeologist, just published my first book, Secrets of Ancient America, um, Archaeoastronomy and the Legacy of the Phoenicians, Celts, and Other Forgotten Explorers. But my passion is industrial hemp these days and working with pure hemp technology. In 1992, you started Pure Vision Technology. Can you tell us about that? Well, I mentioned that I was uh, involved in waste reduction, uh, mm -hmm. both uh, doing studies and uh, looking at technologies. And after having published a report on diapers in the waste stream, I decided that there was a great opportunity to begin a company, Pure Vision Technology, with a focus on uh, using enzymes to uh, recover waste into useful products. Along with my brother, Ed Lehrberger, and I, we continued to look at different enzyme-based technologies and uh, entered Dick Wingerson, our chief technology officer and the third founder of the company, who in 1999 joined our company and invented a whole new way of uh, processing uh, plant material into new resources called uh, the Pure Vision Technology. And since then, we've uh, investigated on behalf of clients many, many different uh, biomass streams, including uh, corn stalks, wheat straw, woody biomass materials, uh, and other 
underutilized and, and waste materials, which we continue to do to this day. Great. Uh, now, how did pure hemp technology get started, and why industrial hemp? With the legalization of growing in industrial hemp last year in Colorado, Pure Vision founders decided that it was a great opportunity for us to pl- apply our countercurrent reactor technology that has been developed, known as the Pure Vision technology, to processing industrial hemp. Uh, we had a, a vi- we have a very sophisticated uh, uh, staff and pilot plant and have been running experiments on different biomass streams, uh, some of which I've mentioned. And uh, working with with large corporations has proved to be uh, a very tough way to make money, although we have continued our research on specific feedstocks. But with the legalization of industrial hemp, Pure Vision decided to form a subsidiary company, uh, Pure Hemp Technology, and provide Pure Hemp a technology license for using the Pure Vision technology to specifically process industrial hemp. And we've been processing industrial hemp since last year in our our research facility and continue to uh, advance our technology to produce new biomaterials from industrial hemp that uh, using our process, the world really has not uh, ever seen. Can you just explain exactly what you mean by biomass? Well, biomass is non-food plant matter. It's technically known as lignocellulosics, or often referred to as cellulosics. It's not the starch of a plant, for example, corn kernels, but it's the fundamental lignin and cellulose that uh, make uh, biomass what it is. For example, the stalks, not the kernel, or instead of the wheat itself, it's the stalks or wood. So it's the non-food green plant matter, if you will. When we talk about recovering biomass, people think of ethanol. Really, the first-generation ethanol plants do not use cellulosics or biomass. They use corn kernels or starch. So first-generation biorefineries use food or corn or starch, while the second generation of biorefining uses cellulosics or commonly known as biomass. Now, uh, the intermediate products that one gets from biorefining biomass are, which is, you can say for all uh, biomass species, are cellulose, hemicellulose, and lignin. These are the three fundamental components that make up all biomass. And what the Pure Vision technology does is to break down or deconstruct biomass into these fundamental components. And when you think of the traditional pulping process, or kind of first generation, even though it's been around for 150 years, the whole goal of pulping is to remove the lignin. And the lignin is the binder of a plant that gives us its strength and ability to sway in the wind without breaking. So, but lignin is not helpful for paper making. So the, these chemical pulping processes is all about getting the lignin out of the cellulose so that you can, you can make paper. So 20% of the hemp plant is made from lignin. 
and it's the pure vision process that has the uh, ability to remove the lignin and the hemicellulose out of the cellulose providing pure cellulose which can be then made into many many products including paper-based products the hemicellulose component of the uh, biomass in this case industrial hemp can be converted uh, or hydrolyzed into sugars uh, and a great example would be taking a what's known as a five carbon sugar or xylose and convert it into a product xylitol a very healthy sugar that so a part of uh, what we offer the the industrial hemp industry is a new way of processing uh, industrial hemp into hemp pulps, hemp sugars, and hemp lignins. So these pulps, sugars, and lignins really are the basis of producing tens of thousands of different products, some of which, like I said, uh, the world hasn't seen. For example, uh, uh, hemp plastics made from, from sugars. That's some technology that you guys are providing that will be very vital and useful for the uh, industrial hemp industry here. Well, I, I must emphasize that this is uh, part of what's, what's capable. The traditional industries to, that process hemp you know, are very complementary with what we're doing. For example, uh, producing seeds, uh, it's going to be the practice that most farmers will remove the seeds in the field with large harvesters, leaving the different components of the hemp plant uh, specifically the stalk and the uh, the bud and the, and the green plant matter for other markets. So, uh, you know, what is a farmer that's growing seeds going to do with all those stalks? He's going to look for the highest highest value market for him. And so this is something that, that Pure Vision can offer the farmers, a new way of pulping hemp stalks into paper. Now, a paper-making process uh, on a, on a in large industrial scale takes hours and hours to, to convert these wood or, in very few uh, instances by the traditional industry today, agricultural residues into pulps. But the Pure Vision process does that pulping from the stock into a commodity like a market pulp. It's a grade of, of a paper pulp that's sold on the world markets in minutes. So this is a dramatic change or advancement for the paper industry and it's one of the great benefits of it today is that it can be scaled up relatively small. Uh, most of the pulp and paper plants in the world are billion dollar facilities and they're, they're some of the most polluting uh, industrial projects in the world. But a, uh, the t kind of technology we're talking about, a modular technology that can be scaled up on a relatively small level, instead of costing billions, costing tens, or perhaps hundreds of millions, and instead of processing thousands of tons per day, or hundreds of tons per day of biomass, uh, can process uh, tens or hundreds of tons. So smaller, easily easier to deploy in a modular setting and much less operating costs and capital costs. It's really a breakthrough on a much broader level, but applied to uh, industrial hemp, it allows us to 
demonstrate the technology, and most importantly, begin producing these new biomaterials. For example, the pulp produced it using the PureVision technology uh, can immediately be employed to pr produce paper products, uh, packaging material, uh, and all sorts of different pulps for making all the way up to textiles using a pulp grade known as dissolving pulp. We can also use the lignin to begin working with product manufacturers seeking lignin-based plastics to replace oil-based plastics. In the case of pure hemp, we're talking about specifically hemp lignin. That's 20% of the plant recovered from the cellulosic portion purified into this hemp lignin stream that, that has hundreds of applications including making composites, developing different specialty chemicals, and producing plastics. So it's, those are the uh, two most significant streams, but I also mentioned, uh, Coach, uh, sugar stream. And producing sugars from biomass is a whole platform in itself, and the listeners should understand that almost anything you can do with an oil molecule from petroleum, you can find a pathway to do the same thing with a sugar molecule. And so there's a whole, the bioeconomy, if you will, is uh, the building blocks for the bioeconomy are, are based on uh, extracting these sugars as well as lignin from biomass and using microorganisms and, and other technologies, convert them into specialty chemicals that can then be used to make bioproducts. So it's uh, an exciting time for the industrial hemp industry, not only with legalization, uh, developing the traditional practices of uh, uh, growing and cultivating hemp for industrial applications, you know, in, including making fiber as well as seeds for the, for the oil. But with this new technology, we're able to use the, the whole plant for very high-value ap applications, which, of course, is going to come back to benefit the farmer, uh, providing a market for them to uh, grow industrial hemp, as well as for the consumer uh, once these biomaterials are converted into hemp-based uh, uh, products. That's really great. Now, can you give us an example of, you know, you have a, a pure hemp biorefinery. Can you give us an example of the amount of land needed? Well, f let's just remind our listeners that a biorefinery is akin to an oil refinery, but instead of refining petroleum, we're, we're refining biomass. Mm -hmm. And that uh, like first-generation biorefineries include traditional pulp mills as well as uh, traditional uh, corn to ethanol plants. But second-generation biorefineries use the cellulosic or biomass non-food matter. And today there are five what we'd call second-generation ethanol plants that, that use biomass. But it's a the biorefining industry is, is really a, a very new industry, that is, that are using uh, cellulosics. And as a general rule, biorefineries, to be profitable, need to be very large-scale. I previously referenced that pulp mills uh, are as big as 1,000 ton per day of materials and even bigger uh, to reach the scales and order of magnitudes to, to be able to make significant amount of money because of so many unit, unit operations. So the, the whole you know, trick is to how do you 
make money at an industrial scale or commercial scale biorefinery uh, at, at relatively small throughput. So I'm getting around to your, your question, Coach, but I just had to give a little background that as a general rule, biorefineries are 250 ton per day all the way up to 1,000 ton per day to be economically viable. Pure Vision is scaling up our technology, and we are operating a pilot plant at one with a capacity of one half ton per day, uh, as opposed to uh, industrial scale of of say 500 tons a day. Now, between those two, we've targeted a, a commercial scale up of our technology to the next scale of 50 tons per day. Now, by industrial scale, this is way too small to make money, and if we were processing corn stalks or we were processing uh, wheat straw, uh, it would certainly be the case that 50 ton per day by refinery is too small uh, to make money, and when I say ton per day, that's uh, continuous operation. The difference with industrial hemp is that there are uh, valuable co-products that will justify a smaller facility and, if you will, subsidize the, tr the traditional pulp revenues and the revenues from lignin and sugars that you would get at that relatively small scale. So I would like the audience to appreciate that, that a 50-ton-per-day plant uh, for industrial hemp uh, standards is quite large. It's very, very small and uh, not economically viable uh, for the biorefining industry. Having said that, our economic modeling suggests and, and pure hemp technology plans to develop a 50 ton per day uh, in, industrial hemp biorefinery beginning next year. Now, the, the plant itself, uh, a 50 ton per day capacity plant, would require perhaps less than one acre for you know, all of the processing equipment. But it would require 3,500 acres of industrial hemp to feed that facility year-round. And uh, the 3,500 acres, since it's going to be harvested probably over a period of two or three weeks, uh, enough needs to be stored so that it can be delivered to the biorefinery throughout the whole year. And just the feedstock storage area becomes a major consideration. We assume that some of the uh, materials will be stored uh, on site, but most would be re uh, stored by by the producers themselves. So you can see that that it this becomes industrial scale and and to I guess best answer your question a biorefinery uh, in the five uh, fifty ton per day to to say one hundred and fifty ton per day. You know you'd want it to be a ten thirty acre facility to accommodate all of the different unit operations, which include storage and feedstock handling, as well as uh, uh, product refinement unit operations. You know what is your vision for pure hemp technology and the future of hemp in the U.S.? Well, uh, you know we believe that the only way industrial hemp is going to be successful and make a successful comeback in the United States is if uh, farmers are successful, if farmers are making money. So what, what the vision that, that we have is, is that we have to establish a supply chain where everybody in the supply chain, beginning with agriculture, 
makes money. And that's not only the, the agricultural portion, but the intermediate processors like Pure Hemp and the, the, the final product manufacturers that take these biomaterials, you know, whether they be fiber or oil from the seed or sugars or lignin from the Pure Vision process and do something with them, convert, it, convert them into a product. So, you know, what we have to do is have an, an alliance of the value chain that links the growers with the product manufacturers that, that are the outlet to the consumers. And that's our vision, that it's, that it's, we have to have these three different aspects of the industry uh, grow up together, uh, the, the farmers, the intermediate processors like Pure Hemp, and the final product manufacturers, all driven by consumer demand. And our vision is that, that Pure Hemp is providing a, a new technology to produce new biomaterials that can be the basis of uh, uh, hundreds of different products ranging from new generations of hemp-based plastics, hemp-based uh, papers, hemp-based uh, clothing, uh, as well as uh, hemp-based pharmaceuticals. Well, that's great. And this could be done all over the United States and all over the world, right? Well, 33 countries now, you know, have are growing hemp legally. Now, I, I don't. You can, you can, you can't really add the United States to that because there's only uh, 23. I think most recently, uh, North Carolina is now going to make it 24 uh, uh, states can 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 grow hemp. So uh, when we talk about globally, we've been kind of in the dark ages. Uh, since the uh, Marijuana Tax Act of, of 1937. And in, in some respects, the world has really moved beyond uh, where, where we are now emerging in terms of large-scale industrial agriculture, in terms of developing new cultivars of hemp plants that, that produce better product, more seed, or grown in different conditions, or in the case of the uh, cannabinoids, uh, produce less of the THC and more of the CBD cannabinoid. So there is a, a whole of advancement in the field of hemp that, that United States uh, growers and United States processors and product developers really have to rise to the occasion right now. So there's definitely idea of taking what we're doing globally, but right now we've got our work here at home in shoring up and, and really developing the value stream that will make everybody successful in this industry, beginning with the farmers and ending with the uh, consumers. Carl, I want to thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution. And how can people find you? Uh, please visit the Pure Hemp Technology website at uh, www.purehemptech.com. Okay, and, and I understand that you have a, a personal website also, too. What is that? My, my uh, archaeology website is newhistoryofamerica.com. That's www.newhistoryofamerica.com. Well, thank you, Carl, again. And I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in to iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes. And give us a review. Like us on Facebook uh, at iHemp Revolution. Please tell your friends and help spread the word on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and other social medias about the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profits.
This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.